Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I'm jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. Previously on the Epicast. Demetra cuts out the heart of Scargus. Makes a big circle before coming up and charges back at Demetra. Impaling Demetria on one of the uh, its horns, but Demetria is able to get her halberd up underneath its stomach and cut into it. And eventually, as as Scargus drives through her, they like scrape up against the top of this amphitheater, move along a little bit, and then Demetria falls off the horn and kind of falls down. But as she comes down, the heart of Scargus falls with her. Ah! Yes, yeah! oh the body slowly falls to the amphitheater hey. floor and is dead. Nice. Oh, yes. oh, that was awesome! Yes. And Vesuvius convinces the rest of the Tritons of their false god. Friends, I apologize for the uh, violent actions that had to take place here, but this Scargus that they preached to you was nothing more than a puppet of those fiendish hags that take residence on the other side of this island. I think we have all seen the errors of our ways. Thank you for revealing that. <laughs> After receiving a gift from the Tritons. And as you open up the plate mail, you see that it is a set of Triton-made seashell plate armor. Ooh, that's cool. Ooh. Plate armor is the best you can get, I believe, right? Our heroes take a moment to rest. The epic continues now. Welcome back to the Epicast, everybody. Hello, hello. I am, as always, your Game Master, Scott Graves. And with me is Nicholas Meyer. Hey, everybody. I'm back. I'm ready to rumble and... Play Vesuvius, the um, now level 10 Ilberger class, yeah. which gets me a really, 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 really good idea, really good abilities. What'd you get? So, so you guys know all those seals that I constantly place on people? Mm-hmm. Well, now uh, those do 3d6 damage nice. uh, whenever those burst. And whenever I place a bonus, do it as a bonus action as I place the seal on them. As part of that bonus action, I can make a melee attack against them. Hmm. Oh, neat. So I basically just get an extra attack bonus every turn attack. that I have seals, which I have six of them. So it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's very not good. bad at all. Uh, what's your hit dice? It's a 10. All right. Let's figure out how many hit points you get on your level up. Oh, yeah. I got a five. I got a one. Okay, I'll take the five. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your pick. I'll take the five. 
With me as well, Katie Ming. Hello, hello, tis I. Hello. I am Alia, the little harpy. We love her very much. She, her, her constellation stuff for her starry cloak of stars. Nope, not cloak of stars, starry form. Those are two different things that do different things. But you um, have both. <laughs> I have both. My, my starry form has gotten better. I can now do 2d8 damage in Archer or give 2d8 hit points with Chalice. And I can hover and do flying speed without actually having to fly with the dragon, which Ooh. is great. We That's love awesome. that. And my hit dice, I think, is a D- D8. D8. Yeah. I got five. I got a six. Ah, six. Caitlin Evans, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm playing uh, Demetra the Trident, who now has plate mail. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah. AC of 18 cool. without a stupid shield. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I am also level 10. No. Which, what did that get you? Martial archetype feature. Mm-hmm. Which is with my, do, 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 with my um, monster hunter thing. That means that all of my superiority die turn into D10s instead Ooh. of D8s. It's exciting. Mm. And we're rolling for hit points, yeah? Yes, we are. All right. Okay. I rolled a three. I rolled a six. All right. I'll take your six. Okay. And Jessica Simons. That's me. Hello, folks. I am still alive, and I'm still Tassie, our swashbuckler rogue. Uh, this level's a little smaller for me, but I did get a nice ability score increase, so Tassie is now a little bit wiser than she was before. And I went ahead and took the savage attacker feat to go alongside with that. Which, for those uninitiated... Uh- D&D. Yes, for those of you who are new here, first of all, you're doing great. We love you very much. But on that note, Savage Attacker is whenever I roll the melee weapon damage, if I don't like it and it's too low, I can re-roll it once a turn and take whichever one is higher. Yep. Which is not bad when you're a rogue. No, it's not bad You only bad get one all. attack anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's just basically every attack. Yeah. D8, right? Yeah, D8. This. Two. Six. Lots of sixes. I will take the six. I now have 70 hit points. Did everybody get six hit points plus their con this time? I did. I got five. Uh, Uh, I'll take a six, though, if you want to give it to me. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah, get one hit point. Um, (laughs) So that one hit point's going to make or break the final boss fight, Scott. I just wanted you on. I'm going to come down to one hit point, and I'm going to say thank you, Scott Graves, for giving me that one hit point. Um. <laughs> I've been known to hand out one hit point to people before 69. to get them to 69. So I feel like this is fun. I, mean, I guess times. I could take one oh, less yeah. hit point and I'd be at 69. It just means I get yeah. to hit you guys harder. That's Woo. all. I... Now that I was actually looking at the fifth level spells that I have, because I realized I actually hadn't prepped one more spell that I could have prepped last time. So I prepped a couple more fifth level spells because I have two slots for that and I figure why not. So... <laughs> so now I can use scrying and I can scry on that minotaur for us. Heck yeah. <gasps> Ooh. I also have tree stride. So if we would Ooh, like to nice. just walk between trees. Oh, I thought that was like 
like Lord of the Rings with the ends. Oh. Oh. No, that's no, awakened. Like, <laughs> yes, that is awakened. I could take that too. Um, this is where like there's a tree and I make a door in the tree that makes another door and a tree that's like within 500 feet of that same tree. And <gasps> tree then dimension walk door. Yes, tree dimension yeah. door. Oh. We're now Exclusively tree for trees. If there's no trees, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you have fifth level spells now, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I had them before too. She's I got more fifth level spells. That's when yeah. it gets good. Uh, before yeah. I had pre- uh, prepped... Mass Cure Wounds, which I do still have prepped, but I only get two slots for fifth level spells. So I just have to be like very, you know. Judicious. Judicious about my choices, yes. Yeah, um, so let's uh, let's jump back into this. Woo. You guys are taking a short rest. We uh, off air figured out that it was not enough time between when you took your last long rest and the current time of day for you guys to take another long rest. But you guys you guys are, are currently with these these tritons you're having some food taking a short rest what are you guys doing well what's your next move once we're getting more close to time to like start doing stuff i'm down to scry like i just said on that guy to see where he is where we might be wanting to go that kind of stuff he might be able to save against it in which case i wouldn't say anything but you know it's worth a shot i also wouldn't mind casting another healing spirit at my normal second level if you guys need extra healing because i know the two of you especially got hit quite a bit and I don't know if you can get all that back with your hit dice. <laughs> so. Yeah, I could use some healing for sure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say no. I could probably get close with hit die, but it would burn almost all of them. Well, I think Vesuvius also needs some too. I think all three of you do. Yeah. yeah. It's just me who doesn't because mm-hmm. I use my octopus power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use some of my hit die right now to get a little bit back because... Yeah, you go for it. Yeah. I'm going to either way cast my healing spirit again at normal second level and just see how much that gets us. And we'll go from there. Because I'd like to save my higher level spells That's at fair. the time being, if possible. So I, I would have swum all the way back to that open air area as an octopus and kind of like waddled on there like as an octopus and then poof, gone back into a harpy. Would I still have been wet? Yeah, because you were, were before. <laughs> then I would, I would be like all of a sudden very disgruntled and be like, oh white feathers and like, <laughs> like shaking off vigorously and then preening a whole lot. Yeah. So what are you guys doing? Personally, I think I'd, I'd kind of like to see if we can maybe take like stay here and just chill out and take a long rest here. Cause I have zero hit die. I, I, I also vote for that. I, I mean, I have nothing that recharges off of a long rest, but this seems like the best place to do it since we can ask our new Triton friends to like guard us while we sleep <laughs> and wake us right. if there's any danger. And since we all have water breathing. They do also know exactly where we are. That's true. I do believe that water breathing will wear off. Oh, okay. okay we could sleep yeah. in that air area. But how do you guys get back out? Very carefully. Which I believe gave you 24 hours. Oh, okay. But, you know, it eventually will wear off. Yeah. I also do have wild shapes still, so I can always just turn into something that can breathe underwater for an mm-hmm. hour. Which means we have another. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, we Isn't have another 23, 20, 20, 23 hours. <laughs> I think her like, wild shape no. lasts for a number of hours equal to her level. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, in that case, you could sleep like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's half my druid level rounded down. Oh, there we go. Um, so it'd be Yeah, five. I think, you know, this is a very defensible area. Like if they come here, they're not going to be probably able to come underwater, or if they do, like we'll have the advantage, right? So I will uh, also add this: every single day you take, you lose more crew. Oh yeah, they're eating them, oh. right? 
Oh, <sighs> fuck. Okay, oh, we should probably God. keep going. I think it- I didn't even think about that. Uh, I mean, if nothing I else, just, I say I, th- we, I feel like that uh, that got lost somewhere in the in the break. Yeah, it did. I mean, so I thought I'd remind you. Um, I would have never put together that they were hags until later, until you started calling them hags like two episodes ago, and I was like, oh, that's what we're dealing with. She just yeah, I don't think they're actual hags. Um, I think they just called them that as a derogatory term. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I'm not using like the green <laughs> hag stat yeah, block yeah, from yeah. the monster manual. They Obviously. have their own things, but yeah. like hag. Hedge witch, it, just, it yeah. felt appropriate. I they were they, in my head. It was like, what if there's an island of hags? So they yeah. ate 150 of our crew on the first day, huh? No, no, they ate no. five. No, no, no. Day. I thought you said that we lose half of our crew every day. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You lose some. <laughs> See, be no, here's the thing. It, it, it'd be broken if 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 they lost half because it'd be exponentially decreasing. So you'd always have one crew member alive. <laughs> True. Right. Um, no, I do have the number of crew that you have. Okay. Log- every day. Logically, oh, we need I to lure out that. the Minotaur to take his horn so we can make the stuff before we attack them anyway. Because if we don't have that potion made when we go to attack them, then they're all still going to be pigs. And we think we want their health to attack. Yeah. Our crew members? Or we want the potion in case during the attack they turn us back into... That too. That too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, honestly, I don't think we're going to be able to fully free the crew before we kill everyone. Yeah, that also I just don't think we're going to be able to. Probably not. be very difficult. But either way, I think we probably want some potion made ahead of time, like you said, in case they try to turn us back into pigs again. Yeah. What if we tried to break into the laboratory? Do you think there'd be extra pig potion there? I mean, there we might not be. have time to make a mass dose, but they've got to keep some more on well, hand. You, I know we stole some already. Yeah, you already stole it. I think that that's probably all they had. How often are they gonna, they're they going to need it, you know? I don't know. Something's jazzy about that laboratory. Oh, absolutely. Did, um, you're scrying. I haven't Ooh. done it yet, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, Why don't you do that distance? and see what, what, what does? No. Oh, um, cool. Scrying is based on how much you know of the person. So hold on, let me pull it up. Okay. Um, and they have a saving throw they can make against it. So if they save, then I can't see them. Mm. Oh, so there's also an option for infiltration. Mm-hmm. If if you feel like luring isn't going to work out. Sneaking in. So I just want to, yeah. I'm not saying like, it's better to infiltrate. I'm just putting that, I mean, helping you guys keep all your options. Could yeah. we drug him? What if we just made him sleep really deeply, cut off his horns and left? That's, you know, is there a way we can like drug their wine here? Hold on. Hold on. Let me like see what scrying is again. Um, Turn them into pigs. uh, You can see in here. (laughs) a. You can see in here a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have to it. If a target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. If I know this target firsthand and I've met them, then um, they don't get any save to their modifier and it's just straight wisdom. And a successful save by the target, they're not affected. I can't see them and I can't use it again for 24 hours. On a failed save, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target and I can see and hear through that sensor as if I was there and it moves with the target if they move, remaining within 10 feet of it and I can... 
if I can already see invisible objects, then I can... Oh, if they can see invisible objects, then they'll see a luminous orb of the sensor that is about the size of my fist, which my fist is very small. So, <laughs> um, so like a cherry pit. I can, also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can also choose to scry on a location if I'd like, um, if I've seen the location before. And if I do that, then the, the sensor appears in that location and doesn't move. Yeah, that's it. That's scrying. Hmm. So do you want to target the location of the camp we've seen before or the Minotaur? The camp is large. Yeah, probably the Minotaur. That way we know what house this is and we can decide whether or not we want to try and like lure him out, go in and get him, <laughs> or... Assuming he's in his house. I There is also the option that I can scout in the air if I want to turn into, again, like an island bird mm-hmm. that I can just kind of fly around. Because unless they can smell me or see through my wild shape, I don't know how they do that, then I can just Truth kind sight. of... Well, yes, if they have two sight, but I can fly around and see. Anyway, um, yeah, so I can totally cast scrying on the Minotaur. Hopefully he won't have a super high wisdom save and save, but. Mm-hmm. Shall I roll the saving throw? Uh, I think I can just roll it. I'll be honest, he doesn't have great wisdom. Okay. okay. So he failed. Woohoo! Woo. Okay. What time of day is it? is afternoon, which means he is... It lasts uh, for 10 minutes, by the way. Okay. So you are able to observe Vojak. He is currently with Eurydice in her mansion. Uh, let me find it for She's you. She's a woman? Mm-hmm. She's just really creepy. Eurydice has been a man in this in my head the entire game. <laughs> I don't know how Eurydice I missed is that. The harpy. Wait, Eurydice Wait, is also no, a, a harpy? harpy. What? Yeah. But then why did Eurydice grab my wings at the beginning? Or sorry, Seder. The other small one. I'm imagining her as like the gross little Seder from like Hercules only creepy. No. Eurydice has been a woman the whole time. It's been a man in my heart, I guess. <laughs> I'm well, the same with you. I thought I was a man. Thank you. <laughs> I was a woman the whole time. I know. Well, I'm she's sorry. There. My, my male vocal cords can only do male voices. Okay, good, Scott. Uh, uh, no. What? Yeah, I really thought Eurydice was a man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eurydice is a woman. Great. So you see Eurydice and Vojak as they're walking into... Eurydice, the sporting courtyard of Eurydice's mansion. Uh, the middle of this courtyard is set up for several different games. Primarily, though, it looks as though Eurydice is fond of 100, the 100 meter sprint, as well as the javelin. The long dirt pitch is complete with race lanes and meter markings, and a barrel of javelins is off to the side of the start line. Surrounding the dirt sporting pitch is a covered stone veranda with plenty of couches placed around it for all sorts of people to view the competition. The back end, closer to the actual house, is a much larger seating area with a table in the center equipped with snacks for outdoor dining. Vojak is kind of falling a little bit behind Eurydice as she's walking. And you can hear Eurydice saying, I just can't believe that they already got into the, the, the Sargus, the, the, the bull shark. And, and there's that storm on top of the mountain, which means they're, they're, they've got two of the ingredients for it. I just... Uh, that harpy has that removed my <sighs> and Fojax is kind of standing there silently nodding 
and and Yuridiki, you watch Yuridiki just walks up to the start line and then just sprints down. <laughs> Vojak stands there. She sprints back. She's like, <laughs> I swear, when I get that harpy, I'm gonna also see the wings. I'm gonna study the heck out of those. I wanna know how to make them. Maybe I'll figure out how to catch them to me, and then I can also fly. That would be so cool. Anyway, um. I love you, Riddiki. Like, already I knew you were worried about that tomato plant. Vodrick's like, I was worried about that tomato plant. <laughs> but I was able to remove the uh, wheat that had spread up around its roots. It is going to be okay. Oh, great. That was, that was a really lovely tomato plant. I'm very happy for you. Um, <laughs> could you actually get me some tomatoes? That would be really handy. Then you just meet me downstairs and now. I mean, would you be able to get for me? He's like, would you like the bread and basil and mozzarella as well? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I would. I and just I make sure it gets toasted too. A little burned? A little burned, of course. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> He's making bruschetta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You're the best, Jack. I'll see you down there. Very well. And he turns and walks in. As he is leaving, you watch. You can see just out of the, the, the edge of your sensor's vision. Eurydice walks over to this bust of herself. And then you can't quite see it, see exactly what happens. But all of a sudden, it kind of moves aside. And she disappears behind a, a pillar. Uh, and then you f- continue watching Vojak as he walks over to the, to the garden, picks a couple tomatoes. Walks into the into the kitchens, cuts the tomatoes, prepares bruschetta, bakes <laughs> um, it, and just as he is getting to uh, back into the courtyard, or, or, or like leaving the kitchens, the spell ends. Well, hmm. Eurydice really hates me. That's good to know. <laughs> oh. She also wants to steal my wings and put them on her own back, which is terrifying. She's a little obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a stalker. <laughs> yep. Yep. Safe to say. Guys, I'll be honest. Like, I, I feel like I'm at the end of my rope here. Like, I, I feel like we need to rest. Like, as, like, guys, I have a lot of, a lot of long rest things that need to recharge. I have zero hit die. I'm still not at full. I feel like, I don't know. Like, I, mean, I suppose if, we could split. How many and days have has some it been? people that yeah. need the long rest, long rest, and then do some recon mm-hmm. while you rest? Alia and I could do recon while Demetra and Vesuvius take a long rest. But we might. Isn't, start isn't Demetra good to go though? I am technically. That's but, true. I, okay. but I'm also not stealthy because I have plate mail. So. Oh yeah, there's uh, also yeah. that. Also, it's also it's probably not a good idea to leave one party member by themselves. No. So. Yeah. Um, how yeah. how long has it been? How many days again? Like how many crew members have we lost? You have had three nights. Okay, like so we've lost fifteen crew members. About yeah. Oof. Wasn't there like two hundred? Wow. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Stand by. Wow. You have, you get cold feet about killing a couple of cultists that would murder us in cold blood. And you just like, eh, what's five more crew members out of 200? I need to sleep. Wow. If we, first of all, we're doing them a favor by getting our potions and getting back there. If we don't go in there full force, then the entire crew is lost. If we're not going in there with like 
full, like fully ready for this, then we could lose, and then the entire crew could be lost, and then well, we, again, no I one think, would be helped. I think it depends on how we go about doing it, because I don't know how long it takes to brew that potion. I don't remember. I don't know if we know yet. Right. Uh, you start with a crew of 195. Yeah, so we need to so not... So you're down to 170, or 180, sorry. Oof. None of those were the captain. Yeah, right? I know, right? <laughs> so like you roll B one hundred, I guess, at the end of this, and then so you have <laughs> roughly thirty nine days before there is no more crew members. But okay, if you want down. a decent rowing crew, you're going to need at least sixty five people, sixty people to row, five for the deck crew, which would give you twenty six days before like the boat is going to be much harder to handle. We don't want to sacrifice them anyway, though. But also, yeah, that's that's like if you're if, if worse comes to worse, you can take that time. I don't advise that. <laughs> that's just morally awful. Awful, yes. I dearly <laughs> right. want we to know want what that. Caitlin is thinking. She's over in the corner <laughs> dying. <laughs> I really want to know what she's thinking. It's stupid. I, I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> please tell me. Please, please enlighten us. So he said can... 39 days and all that like blasted in my head was the, the voice of Jeff Probus from Survivor being like 39 days. 18 survivors. <laughs> survivor. We're on an island. That makes it even worse. <laughs> Hag Survival Paradise Island Edition. Uh, we're playing for a million dollars. For your lives. Most dangerous game. Yeah. It's like that one stupid. They like should the- introduce magic into the Survivor series. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I would pay money to watch a bunch of LARPers combine with Survivor. No, no there is a show. Really? Yes. What? The, the, they, I think it's on Disney. I saw what? it. It came out. It's basically like a, a, it's just another game show, but the thing happens in full LARP and it's all like medieval fantasy themed. Oh. I watched the preview before and I was like, this looks like the dumbest thing. That sounds like the best but thing I also, to binge. And I'll be honest. I don't know if it's like full <laughs> game show or if it's like a parody scripted show. Because oh. I saw a clip that okay. looked like it might've been parody scripted show. Okay. But... So yeah, I don't. I I saw the previews for this like a year ago, and then I was like, "Wow, that's dumb!" And I didn't see anything after that, so I don't even know if it even released. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, no. Yeah. I want to see a full-on Survivor game mode, and I want to throw a bunch of people in there with some like medieval gear and see how long it takes the feudal system to develop. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pretty quick because people know about it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, okay, anyway. so um, how much? How far away are we from the compound right now? Uh, you are half a day. I just feel like let's make sure we're in peak condition to take these people on, and then take them on. Right? Is scrying a fifth level spell? Yes. Okay. I only have one more scr- use of scrying. Yes. Okay. And I can't scry within twenty-four hours on the same target. Yes, or at least if it fails, that's I only can't if do they again. fail. Um, okay. I don't know if that counts for if they like. It probably doesn't count if they succeed. Or like, uh, yeah, if, if I succeed, yes, if yeah. you succeed, if they fail, right, and you succeed, it doesn't count. If they succeed and you fail, then yes. Okay, great. Um, so I could do it again, but I can only do it one more time, and that would mean I can't do other things like tree stride or mass cure wounds. 
And if we're going in and trying to take this out, then you probably want to change out scrying for something that's going to be more like combat focused anyway. I got like 16 preparable spells. I got an awful lot. <laughs> um, She's okay. got room. <laughs> She's fine. got the range. Plus most of our stuff is healing anyway. Yeah, most of <laughs> I don't have a lot of damage spells. Um, and if I get one more piety, then I can cast call lightning once per rest. <laughs> long rest. Mm. Just for free. <laughs> That's true. It'll never beat the glee of beating to death some poor hapless what, what, uh, what gives you piety, Katie? Uh, casting cold lightning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, go fishing. Why don't you just go cast it? Go cast it over the sword. Go cast I it over the sword. in there, I guess. <laughs> so Katie, go cast cold lightning over the sea. Piety. <laughs> I, what can I say? Speaking He's a piety, simple man. I, <laughs> I do want to go make sure that those... Um, corpses are pushed like into the ocean so that they can like float to the bot like the corpses of the guys we killed are like I in there so can, them. Like, I think I think we yeah, should ask the Tritons what they're the what, what is a respectful burial for the Tritons and ask them because they, they were their buddies we probably should that's shouldn't. true the standard burial practices See? would be which is just yeah. push them out to sea mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. let the tide take them push them out to sea and then cast cold lightning on them <laughs> <laughs> Uh, under a kind earning piety, uh, carrying out punishment on a fugitive of justice, exacting vengeance on a significant wrong done to you, defending a city from attacking <laughs> monsters, and building or restoring a temple to a kind mm. are the, the and examples. Casting, and casting call lightning. Um, <laughs> casting call lightning, but not just to cast it. Yeah, on, on someone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is there a or willing something. volunteer? <laughs> <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> you can't take it. <laughs> it decimated a squad of antinas. You can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> Although I suppose <laughs> if we do go scouting and he's outside, <laughs> we can just cast it on him. That's true. We you can hide in a bush and minotaur. That's so funny. We'll just hide in a bush and cast call lightning and zap him. That's going mean, to be the most obvious shelter. like spell that we could oh, yeah. possibly use. We have to have <laughs> some way to keep him outside. He would, he would, yeah. I'm just saying that arson is always an option. Although I yes. think the range for that is really large. So like, how would they know where I was? We set their houses how, how on fire they and then they they'll know? stay outside while we cast lightning at them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh. All right. For moving Let's forward, uh, I because we need Vesuvius up to snuff for whatever battle. So I think mm-hmm. that's a good idea to have you guys scout mm-hmm. and then Vesuvius take a long rest, and I just stay here and guard with Vesu- guard Vesuvius's unconscious body can, while he rests. Yeah, can't, watch is, him while is, he sleeps. Is yeah. Vesuvius allowed to take a long rest now, or would he have to wait a few hours? He'd have to wait until nighttime. Okay. Oh. So it Aww. would just be like a whole nother day. Can Dang. you tree stride us closer to the compound? Yeah, sure. Because we could cut our travel time, go scout, I and mean, then come back in long rest. What's the distance to tree stride? 500 feet. It's farther than that. Aww. I mean, it would cut our travel time a little bit, but not by a lot. By <laughs> can minutes. <laughs> can they tree stride multiple times? How many spell slots does he have? Uh, it's a fifth level spell. I have oh, okay, never mind. No. <laughs> Tree Stride is mostly, I think, a, a combat spell in a yeah. large forest useful for getting the caster from one half of the map, one side of the map to the other side of the yeah. map. It's like a, huh, nope, I'm out <laughs> type yeah. spell. Or, uh, nope, not running today. <laughs> yeah. Thing. yeah. So. It's also, you can, you can 
every turn. It takes five feet of movement to move tree to tree, and you can do it for a minute. And you can oh, hop yeah. from one tree to a tree 500 yeah. feet away. I forgot it lasted a minute. That. That's if pretty I was cool. A minute, I mean, I don't know how much it would significantly cut down on your time. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. it would maybe, maybe five minutes off, but... Yeah. Okay. Or 10 minutes off. I mean, if I was doing it, if it took us like six seconds to walk through, because it's five feet of movement per tree. So if I was just switching which tree it was and leapfrogging us... How far could we get? Yeeting yourself through I, different tree I doors. would say mechanically it wouldn't be influential enough Fair. to change Ooh, the travel this time. You just don't like that she wants a Tarzan from tree to tree. <laughs> no. <laughs> what have you got against Tarzan, Scott? Nothing. The 1999 critically acclaimed Disney animation <laughs> Um. Nothing. It's great. The music yeah. is awesome. Phil Collins did a good job. It's got some like groundbreaking animation techniques at the time. Like it's good. Great. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> why are you suspicious of me, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna name this episode. We talk about Tarzan <laughs> for two oh. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they cut it. <laughs> they cut it. And no one gets to hear it. I mean, if I if I could like mass polymorph the way they do, then I would just turn five of their own people into pigs and have them eat each other. Um, <laughs> Forced cannibalization. You turn your into a pig. Yeah. She might save that. <laughs> but no, I would probably choose like the, the like the people guarding the pigs or into something. Pigs. Yeah. Anyway. So the plan is is Alia and Tasi leave Scout, do some reconnaissance, come back to Demetra and Vesuvius who are resting. Yeah. I think either way we're going to want to do recon anyway because Mm -hmm. we don't want to just barge in and not know the layout of the land and like where people tend to be and stuff like that. Mm. Um, How are you planning on doing recon? Very quietly. Rogue tactics. Okay. Because I'm planning on being a bird. That's true. I can do that. That'll be useful for getting guys to and from without being trackable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be as useful for being like tossy scouting around the outside kind well, of thing. It'll just yeah. make her stealthier. I feel like you, you're you really useful for getting like a really good aerial overhead. Is yes. there anything specifically we want to know that I need to like sneak into to look like wherever Eurydice's tunnel led or finding the Minotaur's house or something like you that? You also could take up like on that hill that you came over on the backside of of Theophany's mansion, Mm -hmm. you could see most of the compound. So Mm -hmm. you could, in theory, take a position out there and just observe while Alia flies overhead. And that gives you two sort of like bird's eye views. Mm -hmm. You'll notice different things. Yeah. I'll probably mainly be looking for entrances and exits for different places to see like when we're in there and like the layout of the streets and stuff like that. So we know like which direction to run and if we get cornered, how we can get out, things like that, that you wouldn't be able to see necessarily from your type of bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look for like people and like where they tend to go, maybe that would be good because you can spot like people walking around and moving. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. We can also just figure out after we're there what we're looking for uh, based on what we mm-hmm. can see. But yeah, no, my pass without trace lasts up to an hour and it helps you be stealthy and not leave any tracks. 
Yeah, I and I think the most applicable circumstance for that in this case is going to be what you guys are the last hour of you guys arriving and the mm-hmm. first hour of you guys leaving. Yeah, yeah. The also say- the other issue is that technically speaking, it says the range is self. So if you're you cast not it, with send it me, on yourself. right? If you're not with me, you don't gain the benefits. If you're with me, you do. I yeah. think um, that'll be fine though. I'm pretty stealthy on my own, so I think I'll be okay. Oh, well, Just actually, a little stealthy. Yeah. Actually, it says for the duration each creature you choose within thirty feet. Does that mean when I'm when I cast it, or for the whole duration they have to stay within thirty feet of me? They have to stay within thirty. Okay, feet. Okay, yeah. Okay, right. So then on the way over, we're we're chilling. Yeah, I have a plus um, fourteen. The stealth. Yeah. Then okay, you're probably fine. Only fourteen. I think so. Yeah, my dex is plus seven. Your proficiency is plus four. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Plus plus expertise of another four for fifteen. Oh, did I? Do you do you not have expertise in stealth? Yes, I do. Okay, so four plus four is eight. Eight plus seven is fifteen. Oh, I must have miscalculated that when I leveled up. Well, thank you there. I have a plus fifteen in stealth. Wow. Wow. Myself in the foot. (laughs) (laughs) That one point, it's gonna make it's gonna make or break it, Sky. I there's so many creatures that just don't have high enough perception to even spot you. Honestly, perfect. The only thing I can think of that would be useful to know in advance that you might be able to get would be way too risky and that'd be how to move that statue. I mean, if we get a bird's eye and there aren't a lot of people, we could try. But if Eurydice is in there right now and then decides to leave while we're trying or hears us open it successfully. I assume it's like, a tunnel. So I don't think that she's going to be standing behind there about to say boo. Well, we don't know how it could just be a stairway into a room. It doesn't, wouldn't necessarily be a whole tunnel. You don't could, forget you now know of two mm-hmm. secret entrances. One That's in true. Yeah. And you know how to get in that one. found one. That's true. And it's probably going to the same place. Most likely. Because it was a long staircase because I opened that door. Yeah. So finding out how we could move the statue wouldn't be bad either because then we might have to sneak through the house. Yeah. But we should see who's in the courtyard first. And if it comes yeah. to it, I guess you could like drop a torch or something on the other side of camp. <laughs> Good. Distraction. I don't know. So you're going, Tossi, is Tossi going to the hill? Uh, yeah, I'll go to the hill with, and then you're going to polymorph up. Yeah. Once we, once we get close, mm-hmm. I'll polymorph into like an island bird. That would be normal to see. Yeah. Well, you, there's some birds you can see around. You can just transform yeah. one of there yeah. and fly around. I think here's how we're going to do this. We're going to take a little bit of a, a apocalypse engine book idea. So you guys are going to roll perception and the higher you roll, the more questions you get to ask of me that I will answer oh. truthfully. That's okay. a great Do idea. I still get to roll with advantage because I get advantage on sight ones? Woohoo! I don't know of any bird stat blocks that don't have keen eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's only like 13. Okay. I'm so sad. Uh, I rolled pretty badly too, but I have a 17. Okay. Katie, you could double check destiny if you wanted to. How many tokens do we have? We have two currently. You think it's worth it? Either way. You went all that way to do that, so maybe. Yeah, and would I get to roll just one more dice or roll with advantage You'd again? roll your the, whole, the whole pool again, so advantage again. All right, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, I know. I have I'll use my good dice tokens. this time. I know, I know. That's what you wanted too, and I was like, mm. <laughs> Sneaky DM. 18. Okay, so Tasi gets three questions. Alia gets four questions. Oh, Alia, you go first. Oh gosh. Um, so I can get like a general layout for this, right? 
just by like flying over, like just generally speaking, yes. what everything looks like. So I would say that could be one of your questions. Mm-hmm. And when I have the map from our studio intern, mm-hmm. I will, I will, you will, there will be no fog of war. <laughs> okay, great. Great. That'll be one of mine is that there's no... I unfortunately do not have the map from the studio intern right now. The studio and intern is currently taking a nap. Yes. And the map that I have that I gave him is nigh uninterpretable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also full of lots of secrets. So... Yes. But I will use one of my questions to just get us that, that whole layout of the town. Okay. There's three left for you. Oh, I thought we were going to go back and forth. Oh, I was going to let you go fully first. What, really? Oh, I don't know what I'm asking. Go back and forth. That's funny. Yeah, go back and forth. Yeah. That gives Katie time to think of one. And- yeah. Okay. Um, Can I see? So I can see, generally speaking, over the town, but not a bird's eye view of it, correct? Correct. Like, how obstructed is my view? Not bad. Like, it's hard to see. You're able to move around back okay. and forth along this hill to be able to basically, like, you can see majority of the courtyard, but mm-hmm. not all of it at once. Okay. You, you're just kind of like, do you are looking between Theophany and Olympias's mansions? Are you looking between Olympias and Eurydice's mansion? Are you looking at kind of more over the garden? Um, can I kind of try and get a look closer to like the courtyard and Eurydice's mansion? Like see if there are lots of people, if there seems to be like a pattern to how people are gathering? You can tell that the courtyard is furnished for like community dining above the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're cleaning up from lunch. Over the course of the day, people kind of just leave the courtyard after it gets cleaned up. Mm-hmm. People go into the garden, people go into their, the mansions and attend to whatever tasks they need. And then towards the end of the day, the when the kitchens start up, people bring out all the food, everybody kind of comes back. They have a big compound family meal mm-hmm. and then disperse again. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Alia. Great. Would it count as a question if I asked what if if these houses are flammable? Uh, <laughs> no. I will also okay, tell good. you the buildings that there are just to help you guys give some context. Because I realize you just said you can see the map, but I don't have it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's the three mansions: Olympias, Theophany, and Eurydice's mansions. Mm-hmm. I'll give a little description about them for you guys as well. So Olympias's mansion looks very much like a kind of just a big square. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, it's fancy, but you get the sense that it's mostly, the cool stuff is mostly inside and you can't really see it. Mm-hmm. Eurydice's has a giant sporting courtyard, mm-hmm. but doesn't have much in terms of actual building itself. Whereas Theophanes has that whole green room wing. It's kind of U-shaped. You guys have the layout of that. You guys have the map for that specific building. That was the um, one that I snuck through before. That's the one that you snuck through So before. Theophany's mansion is connected through Eurydice's through a tunnel. Yes, to Eurydice's. Yeah. So there is those. There is the amphitheater and the courtyard. There is the overgrown garden to the south of that. Off to the side of Eurydice's uh, buildings, a little more southern, there's the kitchens. On the south of the overgrown garden, there is a large, low barn. Next to that barn is the animal pens where the massive pigs are. Mm -hmm. And then there's a bunch of follower housing kind of off to the side, moving southeasterly. They're all a bunch of little L-shaped houses forming these little square courtyards. Mm -hmm. 
About how long would you say it's been since I had scried on What's-His-Face? I would say it's it's probably been about three or four hours. Three or four hours? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, it's, it's towards the evening when you guys get there. It's light the whole time. I think you guys are there, maybe a little bit after dark before you guys would go back. Can I tell by flying around which house or whatever belongs to the Minotaur? The Minotaur does not seem to have a home. Oh. Fascinating. Does that count as one of my questions? Uh, yes. Great. So then I have two more? Mm-hmm. Cool. Back over to you. Mm-hmm. Where does the Minotaur live? Great question. Can I look and see... I don't know if I, I would have to be up close for this or not, but can I try and see any trace of the weird, creepy dogs? Yes. Oh. You notice that there's a conversation between Pharaoh, which was Theophany's bodyguard, bodybuilder. Boy toy. Boy toy. The the Gorgon. Mm. Uh, Gorgon bodybuilder, Pharaoh, between him and another one of these larger, more brutish, flail-carrying Antinus. Mm-hmm. And the uh, they, that happens in the courtyard, and the Antinus heads back into the uh, long, low barn. You also see at the back side of the barn at one point, it looks like a group of these Antinus leave. Mm-hmm. Another group comes back, all kind of through that back side of the barn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they live with the pigs, probably. Uh, no, you can, I was. I would also. You can tell that the the pig pens don't allow entrance into the barn. Ah, okay, mm. okay. It's there exclusively outdoor. Got it. Outdoor pigs. I'm going to see flying around if I can see any of the major players, and if so, if I can listen in any of their conversations that they're having. So, like, if Eurydice is out, if the Minotaur is out, if Theophany is out, um, like any of those people, if there's anyone that I can find. Okay. Is there a specific person you're interested in? Uh, I'd say top ones would either be Theophany or Eurydice. If I find the Minotaur, I'm less, less looking to listen on his conversations, more just to see where he is at the moment. Um, but those two are the ones I'd be looking for conversations from, if I can find them. Okay. So you are going to catch Theophany. Okay. Theophany, in the afternoon, you catch her. She heads into her house, and you can see that she kind of ends up in her study. You're kind of able to like swoop down and catch her through a window. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, she walks into her garden area uh, with a book, double checks one of the plants, makes some notes, and then heads back into her study. She doesn't carry on a lot of conversations, mm. except for you you catch a conversation between her and Olympias. Which one is Olympias again? Olympias is the human. Okay. Mm. Uh, it, it happens kind of underneath in, in the gazebo. Theophany is out there just doing some writing towards the end of dinner mm-hmm. and Olympias comes up and she says so I haven't asked you because I want to give you a little bit of space but Cleo and Theophany <laughs> says I would rather not talk about that and Olympias says, but you do realize we'll have to do something about that. And the other responds with, I don't know if she remembers. 
And Beast goes, it's a good point. If she did, she didn't say anything. Which is admittedly oddly strange for her. <laughs> oh, no. Theophany says, there was no fire in Brimstone, no. But she might be planning something she was calculating with the escape. Olympias says no, but I. She like notices that that Theophany is, is has started tapping a foot, mm-hmm. okay. and and Olympias goes. I can see you're agitated. Um, I will not press further, Your Majesty. But you can always talk to me if you need help. And Olympias leaves. Does Olympias look like? The other person, the Mara, just nope. Be great, making sure. Uh, <laughs> Mara was a human, and I was like, is, "Is this? Did she get a new no, name?" Olympias, uh, <laughs> Olympias has has dark hair, dark eyes, a darker skin tone. Great, and like black curly hair. Yeah. Whereas whereas Mara, you know from pictures, had like blonde hair, brighter eyes. Mm-hmm. 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 I have. I you you go ahead and ask your question first. I'm, because <laughs> you have two two more, right, Jessica? Because I went first. I have one more. I only got three. Oh, that's yes. right. Uh, Do we know where the Minotaur like lives? We already he doesn't live. That. He doesn't live anywhere. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a house. No, but he still must sleep somewhere. Well, he probably either is in the underground area or he's just guarding people, and so he lives in their houses. But if we're not attacking overnight, then it's probably not going to matter. No. Do you think, is it worth it for us to try and figure out how to open the courtyard statue in Eurydice's? I don't think it's necessary if they go to the same place. If they go to the same place. Yes. But one of them requires sneaking through a whole mansion and into her bedroom. That's true. One of them is outside. She does have a balcony. That's valid. Spider-Man up the balcony. (laughs) Yeah, but also what if she's sleeping? (laughs) I mean, we're not going at night though. We have to sleep overnight. That's fair. Um... Would you like to hear my my questions I have yeah, left? You go okay, first. great. You I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm not necessarily going to ask him yet, but this is just like strategy oh. talking right now. Okay. First of all, I don't have a lot of questions left, so my one of my thoughts was to see if I can find anyone who looks like Mara. If there's like any sort of like prison area, or if you know, because I don't. If she's the one who had that whole tower, then I'm sure she's valuable. But she wasn't there, which means either she's been killed or captured, and she's being held somewhere. She'd probably be held underground, to be honest. I would she was held hate anywhere. to bring this up because I thought of this a while ago and out of character. I'm not, I don't think Tassi has thought of this, but uh, they are Gorgons. Oh, yeah. Could be a statue. Um, oh. But. Oh. They could anyway. have paralyzed, yeah. petrified someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, so that was that was a thought where I could look to see if we could figure out where Mara might be because Mara would be a valuable ally telling us what's happening and what hope. their weaknesses are and things like that. I mean, if for no other reason than we could even just yeah. hold her captive and I'm sure she talked to you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, Cleo's dead. <laughs> no, I killed her. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, that's a metal statement for an amnesiac to say. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an idea I had. Um, the uh, other idea would be looking for usual tracks. I also thought to myself, if they have a certain kitchen's area, and that's where all the cooking happens, and that place is flammable, I could always, as a bird, because I can do that, cast 
call lightning on their kitchen areas <laughs> and burn it to the ground so they can't cook as well, which the, might mean that less of our crew die. I'll give this one to you for free. The kitchen building is made of stone. Ah. It, is, it is a kitchen. Mm. They right. accounted for the fact that uh, in this day down. and age, we have open flame stoves right. and is ovens. Is the roof thatched? No. Ah. It's, it's stone and chimneyed. Like it's a, they, they, they fireproofed that shit because they're like, yeah. This is a kitchen. That's what I thought, <laughs> but you know, and I figured I would have known that from the fly around for the first question. Yeah, of knowing the layout, yeah. I would have seen what they that's were made why, up that's to. A, yeah. yeah, but that was my thought. Was I was like, mm, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great? The, the ease, most easily burned. I'll give this also to you for free. This from the early map, the most easily burnable buildings are the like follower quarters. True. I mean, we could displace their entire followers, but also that might not actually serve us because it'll consolidate them more into one area. Yeah. Probably into the center. Which will make it harder for us to fight later. Um, If you are interested, as a question, I could give you a list of the most advisable sabotageable buildings. Ooh. That's definitely helpful. Yeah. Would that be for me or for um, Tossi? Whoever wants to ask that question. Okay, so Um. what... What other questions do we have? Like, who wants to take that question? I'm happy to if we don't want to, like, I, try looking for Mara. It makes more sense for me to ask that because yeah. I may sneak in closer mm-hmm. while you said I could see them going to, like, a big communal dinner. Mm-hmm. Can I watch until I see Eurydice, Theophany, and Olympias show up there? Mm-hmm. And then is it possible for me to get into, like, Eurydice's courtyard without being seen from the main courtyard? Are you trying to just get down that... that- like thing. while they're first. Yeah, I, I want to get down there and see. I would say it's easier to get in through the Theophanies because you know that okay. route. If you're trying to get get to the sub sub levels, okay, it would require a little bit more climbing and and a, a harder climb to get over the edge of the courtyard roof yeah. without having to like slip through the door. Although you are welcome to give a dual climb stealth check. <laughs> you have terrible strength, my dude. Yeah, I have a negative two strength. <laughs> just, I might want to just sneak through the house. Yeah. Because um, I think it might behoove us to know what's in that laboratory before we attack this place. Yeah. So I could take the question that's asking what he just said, um, mm-hmm. the sabotageable buildings, buildings, and yeah. then you could do what's in the in the, in the the underground. Oh, area. I assume that's a separate check entirely. Is what be- I had assumed is I would have to sneak down there and go past. I wasn't even thinking of that as a question. Yeah, we could do that as a separate check. Yeah, oh. I, I mean, I just figured that's like yeah. stealthing in and out. That's standard yeah. sneaking in and out. Yeah. As uh, opposed to um, what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so how many questions do you guys have left? I, uh, I have one. She has... You both have... Well, because you just did your last oh, one. Mine was sabotageable buildings. I thought you... Oh, that's right, because you... you uh, yes. We were discussing this and you hadn't done yours yet. No. So she has one what and What buildings I are one. sabotageable? Okay. As yeah. I sneak down and see. So sabotageable, <laughs> from what you can tell, the biggest hit would be the laboratory. Okay. I'll get to what you see based off the uh, your check and everything I later <laughs> of like what it actually looks like. But you would know that these people are from from watching them. I think they seem to be not only magic users of some sort, but primarily alchemist witch types. Ah, so okay, hitting their laboratory and probably their cauldron is a really good spot. Awesome. The cellar for the or the food store would be a good spot as well because you're able to tell and you assume based off of the size of the barn that the Antinuses are using to, they probably have a sizable army in there. Hitting their food sources and waiting a little bit would might stir up some frenzy. But it could also kill half our crew. Yeah. Right. It's a risky play. Just 
hitting that that barn itself. It's a long, low stone building, but it does have a thatched roof. And there might be other ways to cause some chaos in there besides just trying to burn it down. Mm -hmm. Any of the hag's personal buildings would be good targets. Those are also tend to be a little harder to destroy. You can't just, again, not easily burnable. Mm -hmm. Olympias's would be the most burnable, but each of them could be destroyed in their own unique ways. And then just straight up burning the garden or, or destroying the garden in some sort would be a huge hit to them as well because that's their current growth of food source. Yeah. The tomatoes. And also would be a huge, <laughs> would, be, would be the most central and easiest distraction you can make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, How would is, we go about destroying these things? Like what? I can, like I said, I can cast things as a bird. Call lightning might not necessarily make fire, although that would be super helpful. I know lightning can catch things on fire because it's a 120 foot range and it makes like a 60 foot storm. And if I can cast that as a bird and then I fly away, then like, how are they going to know who cast it? You know, mm-hmm. um, I can also cast things like Flaming Sphere, which I also have prepped, which is just a ball of fire. <laughs> Roll you know you could. And the range for that is 60 feet and stuff like that. And I was going to ask also in the fly around looking at the which buildings are burnable and stuff. Um, is there a way that I could like break open the pig pen and let them just run away? No, 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 no. no. I mean, that's no, a bad no, no, plan, no, no. but... We'd never find them again. They're wild pigs. I have locate plants and animals. Do you know how long it would <laughs> take to locate? locate 170 pigs? Yeah. It's best to keep them all in one yeah. place, especially when yeah. we get the 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 potion already yeah, and stuff. True. That way we can just yeah. dump it in their trough and they all drink mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The dogs are not the only thing that eats pigs on this island. That's true. Anyway. Okay, great. Not doing that. Um, <laughs> are there any other questions we want to ask other than me either burning something, which wasn't a question, that's just an action. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's not or, a question. <laughs> or looking for any sign of Mara. Up to you. I just don't know. I was asking. Yeah, I don't know if, there, if we have any other questions that we could ask. I mean, ask. if you want to, I'm sure you could look for signs of Mira, like flying around and looking at live people or statues. Because I don't really have much else. I think that would be helpful for giving us an advantage other than burning stuff, which again, mm-hmm. is, it's an action, not a question. I would assume we're conferring before we, we go uh, sabotage things, like as they're going oh, to for dinner, sure. by the way. For sure. Because you can telepathy um, me. But do we have any better questions? Like, do you have any ideas, Caitlin? Well, I wanted to ask, because you can ask Nimini to call a tidal wave, right? <laughs> I mean, Murder all the pigs. I think that would be a very sizable tsunami, because you're at the top of a cliff. Oh, dang. <laughs> I was trying to figure oh, out how to destroy stone, and I'm like, oh, uh, seawater. I do have tidal wave, so I could just ruin their day, but it wouldn't destroy a building. No. So, like, I could soak a bed sheet, but, like... <laughs> No, it's just being more petty than anything <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I'd probably destroy the bed. It does like forty-eight of. Do you want to? Do you want to think on that question then? And uh, well, I mean, if we don't have, like I said, if we don't have any other questions, like Nick, if you have any ideas, feel free to chime in. Then I'll go with the Mara one because I do think that she would be. An you can you can also kind of use this as like a seek what is known kind of thing. If you yeah. want to know something that like you might not be able to reasonably get from okay this um, scouting output, great. Then then go ahead and ask that. Is then I'll, I'll I'll use it more for the Minotaur then, and I'll say, is there anything I can tell might be a weakness of his, or things that he would not be weak to, like things like ways that we could use to like 
lure him out, distract him? What can I gather of him based on watching um, him? I think the I think the best thing I could give you on that is his route. Okay, great. In the morning, he works in the garden. Great. Around noon, he has lunch with one of either Eurydice, Theophany, or Olympias, depends upon the day. Mm-hmm. He then spends the afternoon accompanying that hag doing wherever while their other bodyguard will do Someone else. something else. Evening is spent in the courtyard, and then uh, at night, Vojak disappears down the gazebo. Down the gazebo. Yep. Great. So probably another entrance underground or a different underground chamber. We don't know if they're all connected. I doubt they're not all connected. I, you know. Um, either way. So either cool. way. Cool. Shall we sneak into the laboratory? Let's do it. Okay, give I'm, me a, yeah. we're going to do a combined check here. So it's going to be one die roll. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get your stealth roll from this, mm-hmm. your, uh, your stealth check, as well as if you're climbing or, or are you going through the house? Um, I think I'm going to go through the house. Okay. Then just give me the stealth check. Okay. 31. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to sneak in through the house. You get into her bedroom. You move aside the suit of armor and head down that hallway and as you approach the door that you had previously listened at before, we'll see you in two weeks. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Maniacal laughter. Thank you for listening. Our cast this season consists of Scott Graves as your game master, Caitlin Evans as the fighter Demetra, Nick Meyer as the Ilberger Vesuvius, Katie Ming is the Druid Alia, and Jessica Simons is a rogue Tossi. The Epicast is produced and edited by Scott and Nick, and our intro-outro music is recorded and produced by the wonderful Wilson Moyer. You can find the amazing background audio used during the game at tabletopaudio.com. The character art for the season was done by Andrea Thomas, at Andrea Artistic on Twitter, and can be found on our website, gravestoneproductions.com. If you like the show, there are three things you can do to help support us. The first is to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Reviews there are incredibly important to getting new eyes on the show. The second thing, which is just as important, is to share us on social media and tell all of your friends. Tag us on there at Gravestone Crew on Twitter and Instagram. It is always more fun listening to shows your friends are listening to. The third thing is, if you have the financial capability, of course, buy us a coffee as a thanks for the work we've produced. We love doing this, and any support in such a way helps us continue to do just that. Or you could buy some of our really cool stickers, or even the rules to the Fate Token system, or the Game Master Notes for Season 1 so you can run the game for your friends. You can find all of these on our buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash gravestonecrew. There is also a support button on our website, and you can learn more about the other shows we do here at Gravestone Productions by going to the theworldwideweb.gravestoneproductions.com. Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. 
Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.